song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and lace champagne tickles my nose. I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on Hello, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with uh, me, Mike Spiegelman himself in, in the flesh, and I'm very excited to be here. Uh, this is episode 34, I believe. Uh, living time dated is the 29th of uh, January. The state of our union is slightly chaotic. I'm very excited. I'm quoting Jake Tapper every Sunday. Uh, very excited to have Pam Benjamin. Hi. Hi, Pam. Spe- I love your new theme song. It is amazing. And it's your old theme song gets in my head and usually in the shower. And sometimes when I'm trying to go to sleep and all I can think is, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. I mean, it gets, it's serious. I'm not even kidding you. It gets stuck and it's just in there. I have to, that is uh, our co-host Carl. Carl, All those songs. Thank you, Carl, for writing great songs. Yeah, that one is definitely a earworm, as the kids say. Yes. Uh, Why kids say that, I don't know. It's because they probably think there's a creature like that called an earworm. I mean, why would kids... Well, I guess it's a terrible thing to imagine something screwing into your head through your... I would accept uh, ear maggots. Ear? Oh, God, that's way worse. That's way grosser. Yeah. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm really excited to have you guys here. Uh, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. The premise is that let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. So, we rebroadcast this, air this live every Sunday, 2 to 4 Pacific Standard Time, PM, here on mutinyradio.fm. Just go ahead and click. And we do have our phone lines open if you... Uh, Next week, want to call at the same time? You may, but if you're here listening live, call in 415-550-0511. If you are not listening to this live, I hope you're listening to this through our website. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. YouTube and Blogspot are both owned by Google, and they haven't even noticed yet, so I love them. (laughs) You you get in trouble for that? They'll let me know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, go ahead to that website, and we will have a link straight to uh, uh, Mutiny Radio's uh, RSS uh, MP3 podcast feed. Sure. And you can listen to the latest podcast while watching the embedded movie. It's so cool. So, uh, man, I just love to run my mouth. But if you go to YouTube, <coughs> happy uh, Chinese New Year. Thank you. I have not eaten my mooncake yet. You didn't have your mooncake yet? No, but I do enjoy the weird Chinese sweet thing that is not always sweet with the egg yolk on the inside oh well, yeah there's some great stuff i uh, i'm a fan of the kind of bean soup type dessert gotcha so uh but anyway not to change the subject uh let's change the subject uh there's a, a director named johnny toe t-o and he's directed or co-directed about 70 movies and uh every year he does kind of a traditionally he'll do a movie before the chinese new year that is a comedy i was going to play his great great gangster movie which is available on youtube 
but uh, before I do, I'm going to go ahead and before I even start the show, because even though we're live, I didn't really prepare myself. Good work. Good Johnny, work, Dad. I'm going to go ahead and write help Johnny Toe and see if... Uh, uh, Johnny, so Toe with a T, how do you know it's pronounced Toe? Because that's the way you decided to Oh, T-O? That's because that's the way I've been pronouncing it for like 30 years, oh. 25 years, so I could be an idiot. Uh, now, all I got is Johnny Cash, so I guess that doesn't really help. It's, uh, and then he did a movie called Fat Choy Fever, which I did see. Fat Choy Fever. That, it's about... What can it possibly be about? Fat Choy Spirit. Maybe it's Spirit. Is, that, is Fat Choy, was that like a, an, an emperor or something? No, like Gung Hai Fat Choy is Happy New Year. Oh! But this, right. but this one is actually about uh, a mahjong master. Actually, you know, let's go ahead before, oh, before we start. Can you mind he, pulling up four? Let's go ahead yeah, and watch absolutely. the trailer to this movie because I don't see the full length movie of it. We're going to stick with the mission by Giant Toe because we're in the mission. But before we do, uh, see, they got the mahjong going on, the yacht. Celebrities, double egg sandwich, and he's, he's placed an order while running through a, a, a restaurant. So the four-star movie house in San Francisco shows a lot of his films, and a lot of people come, and when I saw this at the four-star, this Mahjong movie, a lot of people in the audience know the game, inside and out, that they were laughing at all the inside jokes about the plays. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of a... Uh, King of Gambler, uh, Gambler, uh, King of Gambling uh, send up. So they're they're playing mahjong. See, they got a mahjong table and. Uh, Can you like this movie without liking mahjong? Yeah, I thought it was hysterical. I mean, the thing is, it's a Hong Kong movie, so the jokes are not gonna. For me, it's you know. Right, they all just put on red underwear and sat down with, over their pants. I guess that's Chinese humor for them. The good old red pants joke. I've heard of that. I've heard well, of the good old red pants. It just says a lot of pop culture references that I don't get. Right. But I, I absolutely love it. So, uh, Cantonese. Wow. The dulcet, sweet tones of the Chinese tongue. All right. All those great, weird sounds and tonal languages. Well, that's what I guess we'll be listening to because this movie does have subtitles. Wow, so I didn't know. Dude, I'm hungover, Aaron. You're going to make me read? This is crazy. Okay, uh-oh. I can handle it. I can handle it. Sorry, that was the start of the movie The Poker King, which just popped up. Another yeah. Cantonese. Uh, there's so much. I had no idea that there was this vast treasure on the YouTubes of Cantonese films. Oh, my God. So like, it goes so deep. I, I can't even conceptualize how deep uh, the, the YouTube library right. is so let's go ahead and let's start this movie this is a film by johnny toe and that's j-o-h-n-n-i-e and then his last name is t-o or maybe it's two I, I i mispronounced the name i'm sorry uh it's a film called the mission uh this is probably his best known american movie and it's available on youtube and uh it's great it's uh if you love cities if you love movies with no plots or <laughs> just well gangster movies always have it so uh, go ahead and type in the mission johnny toe T-O, I-E. When you first and then, said the mission, I was thinking, like, we're in the mission. How appropriate. Yeah, this, we were to broadcasting be. from the mission. I did think of that. So the mission, 1999, slash Donnie Toe, and the subscriber who is posting it on his channel, his channel's name is PSPEB6. So go ahead and click it, and once you see the screen, hit the pause button immediately while it buffers. Buffering, buffering. Do we, uh, are you going to... Give me any, and it's going to kick right in. No plot. 
Okay, so well, no, no, there is a so uh, we'll, a we'll loose plot. let's start the movie because it is a an hour and a half film, but yeah, it's of gangsters who their mission is to protect a gang leader. Protect gang leader. Oh, you know what, I have, what am I doing here? Let me hang on a second. Did you press? Did you All right. press? So let's go ahead and do it. So I'm going to count down, and when you hear go, let's go ahead and click the play button and start our movie. Three, two, one, go. We are in. We are live. We are deep right now. There are yeah, Chinese symbols on the screen. Yes, and the English symbols. Oh, I got the sound up. That's all right. I'll, I'll keep it on for a little bit. All right. Uh, so usually you would watch this movie in the. Uh, it's in 1999, so video cassettes were still prevalent. But usually uh, they had a problem with Hong Kong movies during the late 90s because people would get bootlegs of the film when it came out. So when the mission came out, it was or one of his Hong Kong uh, his Chinese New Year's movies, uh, people had already seen it because they had purchased a t- uh, an illegal bootleg. And when you it, and that's like when someone I mean back in those days there weren't cell phones right so right. nobody was like holding up their cell phone and taking you, the movie you it could was go like to a the movie house you could go to the movie house and see it or you could buy a copy off the street but if you bought a copy off the street it was because someone went to the movie with a camera and sat it in their lap right and they Maybe. just they, that's how they filmed it yeah or they got it from China I mean or, from Hong Kong I mean they got the original version because uh-huh. it's already produced by that point so but this uh, he's made a lot of very funny uh, comedies him him with his partner. Uh, and uh, we're just going to watch the mission, which is basically, it starts off with Dance Dance oh, Revolution. Right. Yeah. God forbid. Classic. Classic. Well, you got to have every Hong Kong movie at an arcade. There we go. I, I didn't realize that the Dance Dance stand up and what is the Dance Dance Revolution or what's it called? Dance Dance, Dance Revolution. Dance Revolution. I didn't realize that was the late 90s that, that that existed and was so popular. Oh, it was around during the 90s for sure. And they have these crazy monitor dance stuff. It's a great, it's a great game because it works in an arcade. It takes up physical space and it causes an attraction that people want to watch. Is that Sai? Is that that guy? Is that that guy that did Gundam style? Gundam style, Uncle Gundam. I don't think it's Sai. No. Okay. There's. <laughs> so is it Sai Korean? Uh, oh, it's Cantonese. I see now. Okay. Then, all right. Well, but the thing is that I mean. I, all right, so we already had a swipe. He's out there. He's walking around the city, having a smoke and drinking. And Hairstylist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And now we just, camera goes to the, a different store away from the main character. And now this is this guy. Hey, this guy. So what I do like about this, oh, the star wipe began. No, and no point. Just he's a hairdresser. All right. Well, we're watching a man walk down the street and then the people surrounding him. I see. I and he's the gang leader. He's the special guy. We don't know yet. They haven't well, revealed that yet. I, you know what? I think he might be one of the uh, assassinators. Assassinators? Is that what? Oh, it, assassins. 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 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like the baby-faced assassin. <laughs> Look at this guy. This is. He's I mean, taking. He's a. That's some interesting hair color for a. For that's a raccoon persuasion. This is actually, if you're a big fan of uh, Guardians of the Galaxies, that's the raccoon on his head. He's going to have a little wisecrack. So, it's, it's hair's voice by Bradley Cooper. Completely non sequitur. Like this movie last night, I befriended a raccoon on the street here outside of Mutiny Radio. Really? You, like I, on the web, you became I, Twitter I friends? Became, no, I, I fed a pastry to a raccoon and I it, its little claws touched my hand and then I touched its fur its fluffy fur and it was so cute and maybe that's why I feel sick today I don't know right because it, it bit you no it didn't bite me but it 
talked to me. I mean, didn't talk to me. It 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 ate a pastry <laughs> with me, and I befriended. So a you ate a pastry with a with a feral raccoon. <laughs> I fed it to the feral raccoon oh, as a pastry. Right. And it was so cute. He's got his little fingers. He puts them out. Did you recreate that scene uh, from summer school and Mark Harmon feeds his dog peanut butter? He no. licks it and then licks it off his own hand and he says, hey, Wonder Mutt, we should get some bread. <laughs> did you do that to the raccoon last no, night? I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. Any other feral animals you encountered last night? Uh, George is kind of feral. He was hanging out. George. He's kind of a feral animal. George is kind of a feral animal. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right, so here's Pee Wee Herman. He's oh, at a right. bar. Uh, buddy. I am really interested in how these people are expressing themselves with their hair. I didn't think that that happened. I don't mean to be racist, but I just didn't know that Chinese people could do that with their hair. It's exciting. I didn't, I just, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be well, so close-minded. You, I, it's all CGI, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, well, uh-oh, some officer oh. beat his hand up. Protection that, money. That guy looks familiar. They're all tough gangsters. You probably did you go to a, a gangster con? No. Oh no! no don't do that. It's too late. As a. Uh, all right, hang on a second. We're gonna do a time check. Sorry. It's all right. We're gonna pause. Hang on. We got. We just buffered. So, go ahead to four forty six. Four forty six. All right, and then uh, yeah, four forty six, and we'll count down. Three, two, one, go. So we're at One Night at Roxbury. There yeah. is uh, Will Farrell, uh, Chris Kattan. I'm really excited about their floral wear as well. This is it's um. What is love? So oh, they're at the Hyde Park, which must be in Knob Hill. Was this, this filmed in in San Francisco? No, this is uh, Hong Kong. Okay, I believe. Hong Kong. I believe. I mean, I could be totally ignorant of this, but one thing I do like about the city is that it's the, the mission. mission. So we're in the Stop, mission. Stop. We're in the mission here right now. this is right not now. the Daniel Day-Lewis movie. No, well, when you said the mission, I was like, oh, what is this going to be about? And I thought maybe that's the Daniel Day-Lewis or something, but but nay, we've got a gun were in you, our face. Were you, ah! were you against doing this movie, Pam? Were you like, uh-uh, I ain't mission you. I ain't mission you <laughs> ain't at all. I ain't you at all. Oh. Mission you. I love that song, karaoke. That's a good karaoke song. Thank you. That is a good karaoke. I should write that down in my book. Speaking of karaoke, the movie after the opening credits starts out with the aftermath of a gunfight in a bar, and uh, it was a karaoke bar. They was a really bad singer, and they just shot shot everybody. It's a Super Bowl, which I reminds that's next weekend. Super Bowl next weekend. Yeah. Oh, I. You know what? I am so excited that the NFL is almost done, so that I can have my boyfriend back. Oh, your baseball boyfriend. Boyfriend's back. And he and and I I like to watch basketball, so that's fine. But this whole NFL thing, really, I'm not into. I'm more into the the drama here with these guns being drawn than I am to. NFL. Well, th- yeah. Boss, I'll cover you. Go. So we got a bunch of guys with guns and shooting and wow. blood. Oh. Oh, and she's protecting, of course, using. Uh, a, it's a, a steel enforced waiter tray this is a ba- it's a basketball and neon lights and there's a raiders raiders look raiders logo oh wow raider nation raider nation look at in that. this movie They're everywhere this is an american football bar raider nation oh look the p is that the pbr girls no there's a prg leg for the letter i girls they do look like girls i'll grant them that so this is a sports bar. You notice the TV sets are all kind of showing staticky images. That's just because it doesn't line up with the the film that's recording the movie. Uh, well, they didn't. They but they already shot out the TVs. Well, that you think that's that what would happened? be stupid. It would be stupid to shoot out the TVs because 
why would you care? I mean, like, why would you, it's not like they're, it, I mean, you shoot out the cameras, but not the TVs. I mean, you would be asking for it if you're, someone's watching the Raiders and you shoot out the TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It would not, it would not be a good thing. Again here with the interesting hairstyles. This guy, yeah. Guys. Well, he's got, he's late for his job as editor at the Daily Bugle, <laughs> where he's going to yell out at young Peter Parker. That, that, okay, so cop number two there needs to do a little work on his gun work. That was really sloppy. Are these cops? Aren't they? Yeah, I guess so. They don't, they look like. Yeah, this guy looks like a cop. Right? How about the, the Super Bowl, Bowl restaurant? restaurant? There it is. Now hey, wait, we know. How many times has the Raiders gone to the Super Bowl? Like two years ago, that, that's it? In 1999, were they like Super Bowl restaurant worthy to have their, their poster up against the wall? Well, I think that Raider Nation is so vast. That it spans across seas. Yeah. And, um, it's here on YouTube. And yeah, here it is on YouTube. So if you're from the Raider Nation uh, legal department, uh, I would sue to get this movie off YouTube. Yeah. Uh, this guy is super smooth. This is the way I walk around with a gun in the restaurant, yeah. uh, kitchen, restaurant. You know what the great thing about shooting in a restaurant, yeah. kitchen, is that the craft services is like right there. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't seen any karate yet. There hasn't been any like literal ass kicking. This movie is about gangsters, and these gangsters have guns. These gangsters have guns. Yeah. See, all of my racism is coming out against. I, I, this is my it's first right. Cantonese film. These uh, so he there was uh, during the nineties there was a big interest in films from Hong Kong. I would say partially when uh, Reservoir Dogs came was revealed, it stole a lot of its movie from from a different movie called uh, City on Fire. Really? Yeah, it's a Ringo Lam director, and he was one of these directors from Hong Kong during the nineties uh, that cranked out a lot of movies, and uh, of course, a lot of them did have success here in in America and Hollywood. Uh, and then some just kind of disappeared, but they they all kept making movies. Johnny Toe has been making movies f like just two or three a year. Wow. Yeah, and uh, they they vary. This is his classic kind of gangster style movies, but the comedies are broad and crazy. One of my favorite movies he did was called Love on a Diet, which is a big hit, and it was a woman in a fat suit. And, wow. And it was really funny. I mean, it was a fat suit comedy, but I, I thought it was funny. Wow. Well, and we take all we take all our ideas from them. Patsy comedies are really bad, though. It's I know it's yeah, the Cameron Diaz. What's the ca is it Cameron Diaz that's in the one that? Oh, uh, there's. It was it Gwyneth was, Paltrow, right? Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow, yes. Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal. And Fat Gwyneth. With Frank. Fatsy yeah. Gwyneth. And Bridget Jones' diary, I believe she maybe at least for the first movie wore uh, fat suit. Wow. Wow, I didn't know that. That's an interesting little. Uh, Mike Myers wore a fat suit for Fat Bastard. Yeah, duh. He named his character Fat Bastard to boot. Uh, Big Mama's House. Right. Another right, those fat are fat suit, suits. Fat suit comedy. Uh, I like, but see, now that's the thing. If you've got a cross dressing black man comedy, fat suit comedy, that's different. Yeah, what about white chicks? Well, I was, I mean, Shallow Hal was like, was, I did not. I did not like it that much. But I'm not surprised to know that Quentin Tarantino stole his idea, of course, from some cool, like, well, Cantonese movie. Yeah, well, that's like, the idea. So, it's so, that's such a Quentin Tarantino thing to do. But, I like, I'm, I'm going to watch these obscure movies. I'm going to watch tons if, of them. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write my own just like it. Ha -ha. So is that your Quentin Tarantino? That's my Quentin Tarantino. Okay, well, here we are. I'll, be, I'll do my Charlie Rose. Hello, welcome to Charlie Rose. Uh, we have a special two-hour special with my guest, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino, why is this color uh, sky blue? Well, I see, when I, I started, I actually, I made this guy, I was going to get him excited, I was going to do this color of the sky, and I was going to bring it, and I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring it, and I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to roll some dice, we're going to chop off someone's finger, we're going to take a story, we're going to take another story, we're going to take another story from old doll, we're going to take it, we're going to take it, we're going to steal it. 
Uh huh. And uh, what's your opinion on Brian De Palma? <laughs> so, uh, one of the things was there. This is on YouTube. So, there a guy, no relation to, is a different Mike White. There's another Mike White who's a writer director. It's a different gentleman. He made a film called Who Are You Trying to Kid? Uh, and it was showing side by side scenes from Reservoir Dogs and City on Fire, showing the whole thing about a cop being a fake cop and the, getting the camaraderie. And that. So, they showed scene by scene. But He's always now just known for ripping off storylines. He he's kind of a pop culture Cuisinart, you know, who takes different ideas and reappropriates it, whatever. I mean, even uh, the last movie he did was kind of based on a storyline of a TV western from the fifties. Oh, uh, Hateful Eight. The the idea of these gangsters being these uh, thieves being held up. By the way, wouldn't you want to live here in this movie? In, in I, well, I'm not a big fan of minivans, but uh, it's, I mean, it. Minivans. It looks like a cool. I don't want to. Yeah. And looks, Hong Kong looks like a cool place, I suppose. We were watching these gangsters on a freeway or a highway. I guess it might be a highway. They might have to pay for it. I'm surprised that I thought that uh, they were so more overpopulated. It seems like they have a lot of open spaces. The interesting thing about this movie is that a lot of scenes in in, uh, in the city in Hong Kong, there's nobody there other than the gangsters. And we'll have scenes where it's like three in the morning and it's just them having a right. gunfight. Yeah, and maybe it's on a maybe it's on a lot. You think they have sets and lots like Hollywood? Like there's a Chinese Hollywood, it, like a Bollywood, but maybe a. The Chollywood? I don't know. I've never been to movie sets, but from what I understand, like if you need like a uh, 1900s New York City, they have several blocks. Or if you want wow. a Western town, they have several real life, uh, real real life blocks. Well, this is clearly in a hotel. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm what do you think of her hair? Um, but I, I, it's pretty. It doesn't. It's, this, it's, she's, it's regular. It doesn't surprise me in any way. Smuggling a couple of steaks in there, I think. Brother. Uh I'm I'm enjoying their their period uh, furniture though. That's that's nice. Yeah, this is like Ethan Allen quality furniture yeah. right here. The salesman like must have upselled them when he when he bought all his uh, set there. Well, they Ethan Allen actually moved a lot of their manufacturing to China so they wouldn't have to to go that far. Well, there you go. So he probably picked it up before they sent it to the states. <laughs> I like the the bear rug he has. All right, here we are. We're at Parkinson. Parkinson. That's a terrible name for a store. Well, it's a bar. Oh, that's yeah. even worse because you've got, the, I mean, you drink so much, you get the shakes. Or maybe, Yeah, right. It's a coffee house. It's a coffee house. There you go. Yeah. Right. The blonde. See, even he mentioned the blonde hair. Well. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's a barber shop. But I guess this, uh, maybe this barber is like a gangster barber. I, that is now that is a movie I'd like to see. Oh no, there already was. There was Don't Mess with the Zohan. Oh right, he was. He, he was, was a, a gangster spy, yeah. barber. And he nothing is new. He, you know they're making a sequel right now. Uh, he's detained at the airport trying to get to the states. <laughs> Zohan. <laughs> By the way, uh, Pam, you know there's seven countries that people can suddenly not go back. So which has, does affect. Me, it affects people I know, neighbors. That's insane. Well, you know, like, so let's say you're a resident and you go and you visit your home country of Iran. Now you can't go back. Now you can't come back here. Yeah, so your apartment you in San Francisco, say, you can't go back to it. Whoa. So, uh, but you can listen to mutinyradio.com. Whoa. I, 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 I've been hearing about yeah. that, that that stuff is going on. Yeah, but. well, they're, they're uh, 
so anyway, that's real time. That's history is happening. History so is happening. Have, history is happening. So as much as I do like these movies, yeah. But you well, know. it's scary. I mean, it's we've got a. It's only been a week, and that's the first thing, and that's, yeah, and the things are going to keep the first rolling. Thing. Well, there's been a lot of things, yeah. but the gag order until until we can't communicate, and it's all very scary. But uh, and it's the same. It's the same thing that Hitler did. So we just have to watch out that we don't become Germans. You know, like because right. there are a lot of Germans that weren't Nazis, and then all of a sudden they're like, we don't have a problem with Jews, and then they're like, they're killing. They're not killing Jews. What? They're killing Jews. Well, like, I, I do have to say it was Friday was Holocaust Remembrance Day and it was the first time the US president had mentioned the word Jews. <gasps> and he gave a reason saying that when he's met innocent people there were other than Jews and that was the same day he signed this order preventing people to come into the country. Wow. So, you can still listen to us uh, uh, if you're in Iran here at Muni Radio. Yeah, absolutely. FM. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that they mess up with your internet. I know you in China though they have they have different or in Korea I've heard they have they have different internet and there are certain things that you can't find or that you don't have access to or that are like illegal. That's great. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I've never I don't know about Chinese internet. As long as it has Minecraft, I don't care when. <laughs> Do you really play Minecraft? Uh, I, I'm in a household that Minecraft is played at, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, here's a blondie. So the, the, the big guy is eating peanuts, and he's throwing it on the glass table, even though there's ashtrays you can dump the peanuts at. Well, I mean, this is character development, right? This this guy just doesn't give a shit. Right, yeah, another character development. It's character development. These suits, by the way, are all flammable. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, so I think they're, they're gangsters that are meeting for the first time. Gangster A, gangster B. Well, one of the things when Tarantino did after the success of Reservoir Dogs is he started his own distribution company called Rolling Thunder, and he he re-released a cinematic like art house release uh, releases of Switchbait Sisters and uh, Detroit Nine Thousand, these kind of fun movies. But he also released a lot of films from Hong Kong that came out during the nineties. These action films similar to this one. This this is more. I mean, I have to say Johnny Toe has, has an amazing style to him. And, I, you know, people always say I always play bad movies. But I play movies I like. And I, I love this film. Look how cool it looks. It I takes, mean, it, it, is, it's, it looks like a Michael Mann movie. Sure. Yeah. Well, Quentin Tarantino's a thief. He's a well, boring that's not, thief. So when he came out with Pulp Fiction, this filmmaker named Mike White came up with a sequel to his short. And by short, I meant there wasn't YouTube to watch it. Now it is. You would have to get a video cassette, a dubbed copy video cassette from your friend of, you know, weird stuff. And that's how I saw it. It was on a tape with the uh, Star Wars Christmas special and the Brady Bunch Live performing wow. at a mall. You know what I mean? Like it was one of, one of those video cassettes. The Star Wars Christmas special is one of the best things ever. Oh. In the universe. Did you see? I saw it as a kid. Yeah, and when they visit Chewbacca's family, uh-huh. and his wife and his kid. Yeah. And the weird little—it's—it's it's so great. It's so great. Poor Carrie Fisher. She looks like she's so coked out of her head. It's she, great. Well, I think maybe it's just because it's video that everyone looked a little bit awkward. I, I do remember going back to elementary school the next morning, and it was the equivalent of like an elementary school water fountain. And we're all just like, what, what was that? Did you, did you see that last night? Because there was no like making gifts on the fly for your Twitter feed. It was just you had to wait till the next day to go to school and tell people, talk about it. 
and then it disappeared. And so it was on these tapes. And so uh, Mike White made another film following Pulp Fiction called Quentin Who Are You Still Trying to Have a Kid? Oh, right. Back and to he took, he showed all the references from Pulp Fiction that he took, you know, uh, Sonny Chiba movies and, and the like. And, but by this point, Quintartino was kind of critically bulletproof from taking other films. He was like the, the Coen brothers. He's appropriating various films. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. He has two more films and then he's done. So. <laughs> Whereas Johnny Toe. Johnny Toe just cranks him out. He doesn't. Cranks him out. Doesn't give, doesn't give a shit. What is his film? So his gangster films consist of this. just people playing around guns. It's not very actioning yet. Well, you know, they love their, their machinery. He's testing out his gun. This guy's testing out his peanuts. Yeah, he's kind of chunky too. Maybe that's part of his character development. Yeah, that's why the guy's eating peanuts. It's like Brad Pitt in Ocean's 11, 12, and 13. <laughs> he's eating in every scene. Really? It's a weird little, and it's a weird thing that Brad Pitt does. He likes to eat on film, and it's funny for whatever reason. And if you notice it too, like in every scene in Ocean's Eleven, he's got something in his mouth, the hot dogs, terrifying. nachos. Well, those movies don't make any sense. Uh, the third the third one, sequel, uh, threequels are always tough to watch because they're so detached from the original source. Right. It's just about, it's just a vehicle for the actors. Right. And they say, oh, people like these characters. Let's just put them in... So I think the situations. Ocean's Eleven was let's rip off uh, Andy Garcia's Casino, and the second one was let's do a crazy postmodern heist that breaks the fourth wall, and the third one was I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know if I saw the third one. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a, another one, Ocean's Eight. No. It's all all lady criminals. No. Yeah. Eight and eleven; those are uh, gambling crafts game. It's, and, and it's Ocean's Eight, and it's going to be like what his daughter or something. No, it's going to be. I mean, it might be Julia Roberts, but it's going to be like Julia Roberts is too old for that. I mean, if they wanted to do something like that, they'd have to have what's his face, George Clooney. It'd no, have to be his daughter, and she'd have no, to be no. some hot twenty-year-old. They might not even be related to the original criminal. Matt Damon isn't even. Well, that's what his name was. His name was. His name was Ocean. That was the whole point. Is his last name was Ocean. Danny Ocean. That's in the, Ocean. the Frank Sinatra movie. Frank Sinatra's all his movies were crap uh, uh, dice references. There was oh. uh, Ocean's Eleven. There was uh, uh, Robin Hood and the Seven Hoods, right? And then I guess there must be a movie with the four or eight in it. Well, know. here's the here should be the plot of Ocean's Eight. Okay. George Clooney and Julia Roberts have a daughter. She's in her early twenties, and there's some cute guy. Like, like, remember Matt Damon used to be cute, but now he's too old. Right. And what's up with that Great Wall movie? What the white guy made the Great Wall of China? I mean, we're talking all about right, now. China, you're all so over the place. Is, there's a movie called The Great Wall starring Matt Damon. Coming up. Yeah. I've seen it on uh-huh. the thing. I saw the posters and I'm like, what? Well, the reason is because Matt Damon is an international movie star and China is the hottest international movie market in the world. So it's a Chinese interest movie with an American white actor. Wow. So. I, I, cause I couldn't even, I was looking at the billboard and I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> Matt Damon. So anyways, but yes, we've gone all the way around the horn. 
Well, no, it's, it's a little upsetting. There, there always talks about making uh, Japanese uh, cartoon anime movies into live-action films, and it's a white cast, and it just doesn't seem like that's the point in these movies or the audience of this pattern. Like, audiences will watch what it is. They'll watch stories. So, you know, there's a movie with Kevin Spacey uh, called 21. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. It's So it's a, li- a true-life story about... A guy who's an MIT student who figured out a way to cheat in blackjack. Cool. And what happened to him. Except he was actually Asian in real life, but he's not in the movie. Whoa. Yeah. So it's based on his memoirs. I believe so. I might be a total idiot if that's not the story. So uh, we're now at a mall. That's a huge crux of like the composition of a person well that's the, the story is who he is and then to, to quote whitewash it is it really is uh it, it betrays the story yep so okay this no guy integrity so maybe this guy maybe jay jameson this guy's been eating peanuts and or pistachios or uh, sunflower seeds in every scene so look here they are and obviously it's popular enough to have gatorade ads and it's the middle of the night or morning, and they're the only Nobody ones there. Anywhere. No one's there. They're just parked in the middle of the road. So cool, though. I want to move to Hong Kong. My friends went to Hong Kong for their honeymoon. Yeah. I haven't talked to them yet, but they're big foodies. They like to eat. So oh. I think that that was the whole thing. Is like. Yeah, we'll see some restaurants. Like they eat these soup dumpling things there, that. It's a dumpling, and then you put a straw in it, and then there's like molten hot soup inside of it, and you suck it out, and then you eat the dumpling part. Oh, I love it. I want to eat some dumplings. <laughs> so, but it's like the dumpling is the bowl. It's funny. I, I, I think it's cute. And the other things I've heard about Chinese. Whoa, they just Ooh. shot the boss. Oh, no, the boss. They're doing a terrible job. Their they, they are so really bad. You have one mission, me. You know that meme, you have one job? Uh-huh. You have one mission. Protect this guy. Yeah, Shun, and he just Shen got shot. in the back. That's everywhere. But who fucking shot him? Like, here we are in a side alley of a major metropolis. And no one else got shot except him. Everyone else is... Well, they, they were some sniper rifle experts. Yeah. Because he's the only one who got shot. That's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. So my favorite thing I've heard about the China is that they have these restaurants. Oh, there they are. With... Um, the downstairs is a fish tank, and the fish live in the tank, and then you pick the fish, and then they kill the fish. And sometimes they'll bring you the fish, they'll like deep fry the fish while uh-huh. it's still alive, and it'll come to you in its mouth, it'll still be all. That sounds good, that's fresh fish. Yeah, it's like dying in front of you because it's been deep fried. <laughs> I would point my gun at it, like in these movies. <laughs> it's like shooting fish in a barrel, <laughs> which doesn't make a lot of sense, because if you shot fish in a barrel, you'd break the barrel with the, with the bullet. Right, but it'd be easy to catch. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're trying to shoot fish in the ocean. Right. All right, this guy has the best dry cleaner in the world, and he's ruining it by throwing suits. <laughs> How did he get the suit? That that is some great trajectory there. It's a yeah former javelin thrower. Well, that's a the Chinese they, Olympic team. Those are wires they used. They didn't really use for fighting. Yeah, I don't think because they're, they're not using it for fighting. They used it for the, just for the jacket. So these snipers are on top of it. Looks like a giant parking garage, multi-story, or abandoned loft. Like, isn't there anybody here? <laughs> There's no lights on. There's no There's one like fighting. No, it's not There's no someone lights. who's it's just gangsters. There's no tents on the sidewalks. Where's craft craft services in all of this? Yeah, where's craft services? 
they shot craft services they don't. <laughs> uh, the other uh cool thing are in on the china sea there are these enormous crabs that have huge huge crab pincers because they eat uh, all the dead indians because the Ganges River, you know, they, they throw their dead people down there and then it washes out to sea and then there's these amazing crabs that eat the bodies uh-huh. and they have these, and they're highly prized by the Chinese and they've got these huge monster crab claws like, oh, it's so big because they eat people. <laughs> That's really gross. And then we, then we eat the crabs. Of course, because crabs are delicious. It's the same thing with lobsters. They're all just sea bugs. See, I would be crabby too if I knew I was eating human. Yeah. <laughs> Crab salad. Yeah, here we so go. I'm, Still I'm, fighting. I wonder if other animals eat humans. Like if they feed, well, they feed in gangster movies, they feed people to pigs, right? Right. The movie because, Snatch. Because the uh, pigs can go through a bone right. of butter. Yeah, and, that's, uh, and then you can kill the pig and make salami. Sure. Or if you already have the deli, you might as well just take the human and make salami out of, out of the human right there. I don't know. Head out the I middle think, pig. Well, that's true because it's the long pig. That's what they call human uh, in those weird islands where they eat people. Oh, really? Long pig. Long pig. Yeah. That's true because you can put an apple in their mouth. Right. Yeah. yeah. Long, long pig. Uh, I'm assuming delicious stuff. In... um. The Dark Tower series by Stephen King, he has them eat babies. The crazy, huh. the low men, the vampirish people. They, there's a scene where they go in the back and they're roasting a baby on a spit and has a little apple in its mouth. I'm like, Stephen King, you're a funny guy. So they only eat like once every two weeks. Unless they have to go to the baby market. Right. The supermarket. Well, there's no market. shortage of babies. Oh my God. And just, people won't stop well, having I them. think if I knew if vampires are going to roast my baby, I would hide my baby. <laughs> Well, you're a good parent. Hide in a barbecue sauce. You're a good parent, even though you let your child play Minecraft. There must be like a lot of like self safe shelters, and they'll be like have like barbecue sauce well, next to it. And that's the, the, the safe surrender sites where they say you can give your baby away yeah. without questions asked, and that's so they they can just throw it right on the Barbie. That's absolutely right. Then you can just you could just put a, bar, a barbecue grill right barbecue next to it. Grill the, right next to it. Yeah. Well, firemen love to make chili. So if a firehouse is a safe surrender place, you can make baby chili. Fireman sure. Baby chili. I don't know if you'd want to waste baby meat like that, though, because it, I think it is so tender. It would be so tender that to, to cook it for a long time in oh, a stew, stew it. Yeah, would, be a, right. would be a real waste. That's like for rancid baby meat. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to any people out there that like babies. <laughs> or was a baby. Or was a baby. Or listening to this show. Or listening to BD Radio. <laughs> Uh, so they're back at the same like side entrance, right? Where they were getting shot earlier, but now yeah. everything's okay. But there's like no cops after. No, there's not. There's no. They were shooting. They were shooting for like ten minutes, and there's yeah. nothing. There's yeah. empty. Another empty road. I mean, did, how much does he have to pay? Do they just film late, late night when everybody's? You well, know, they confined? definitely. I mean, I'm sure they they shoot on location. They shoot late night, or they they do from day to night shots where they shoot at dusk and pretend it's daytime. But they they probably get a permit from the city to to shoot a film, uh, and just do it. So it's their call to put extras in the shot. Oh, you know they could sure. Have, 
people play. And actually, he did a movie, which I did see at the Four Circle, Drug War, which is from t- uh, 2012. And they do have this crazy shootout in the broad daylight with children and mothers. And, like, just, it's insane. So, I, you know, I give him credit that uh, these films were, it's, it's, it's dreamlike to see a city scene where this gunfire is going on. You don't know there's some sniper in a mysterious building trying to shoot your boss. Uh, and now they're in some big, huge house. So, and that's funny to me because I've always thought that China is this incredibly overpopulated place with very little space. And everyone's <laughs> sort of on top of each other, and like he's got a pool. But I it's, guess it's because he's such a gangster. It's like the, uto- the dystopia from uh, Ready Player One. It's, it's just trailer parks on top of trailer parks. <laughs> well, this is a very glamorous place to be- get beat up. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's a good use of. Um, it's a good use of the 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 with the water and the uh, on the wall, and it's really yeah. pretty. It's this guy knows how to fight. He boxed his ears in a couple of times, kicked him in the ribs. Yep, and then just nimble like a cat. This guy jumps right yeah. up, right up those steps. He says, "Come on, let's get out of here and fuck this old man." Now I gotta get my shoes shined again. <laughs> Is this, uh, was this some sort of rival? He said, can you pass the Frank's hot sauce? And he said, what? Tabasco in this household. And then had a big fight. <laughs> oh, and he limps away. This is a Tabasco household. I'll fight you. I, you know, I, Tabasco is not my favorite hot sauce, but I like it better than uh, Tapatio. Oh, Tapatio is all right. I like Tapatio. It's the old samurai. Yeah, Do you like Sriracha? I used to, but I think it's been overdone, and so now I'm not a big fan of it anymore. I'm like, I I nanny for this one family where they bought him, uh, the dad, they bought him this thing. It's just every couple of months they send him three new bottles of hot sauce that are all insane and amazing. And I had one that was habanero and um, maple. Maple habanero. Well, that sounds oh, good. Oh, boy. It was just, it knocked my socks off so good. But I love babysitting at their house because I eat all this hot sauce. <laughs> like artisanal hot sauce, you know. None of this Tabasco stuff. There's a place called Hot Sauce and Panko in San Francisco. They moved from the, the Richmond District to uh, Chinatown. But they make a wide variety of chicken wings. And one of the offerings, they sell a Gringo Bandero hot sauce, which is Dexter Holland from... Uh, that keep it separated band. Oh, I'll keep it separated. Yeah, yeah. Out, uh-huh. out, out cast out land out. Uh, anyway, so he has his own sauce. It's a picture of him wearing a sombrero. He's the gringo, uh, whatever I just said. Wow. And it's pretty decent sauce. I have to admit. There's a cheese Marin celebrity. The celebrities do have hot sauces. Hot sauce is like weird novelty. Sure. Bottles of glasses where it'll be like puking, dying unicorn hot sauce. Right, exactly. Yeah. And people will buy it. They'll spend like $9 on it because they think it's cheeky. Uh, my favorite hot sauce of all time came in a glass bottle with no picture on it because it was from a faraway land. Uh, it, was fr- it was from one of those islands past, like, past Jamaica, like down, down there, like down huh. in the, what is it called? But it was one of those, it's one of those weird countries like Curacao or something. That's gotcha. the name of an alcohol, but it's something down there. San Francisco is an island. Manhattan. No, I wasn't. Yeah. But so anyways, it was really good. And it was like, it was this bright orange color. And I, they just brought it back with them from, and I was like, what? I can never get this guy. I think it was just like ground up habaneros. 
I did go to a, a taqueria in Sacramento, and they had their own hot sauce. And it was so good that they actually sold it. Yeah. Like in a little squeeze bottle. And I had it, and then I just bought a bottle, and I brought it back to me. Uh, I just, oh, well, look at this guy. This guy, don't fuck with him. It's the Psy guy right. again. This is going to be a fight out. It looks like the PSY guy. He says, Uncle Gundam style. I don't even remember. He only looks like Psy because he has a a nice suit, clean uh, shoes, a really bad haircut, and ridiculous goggle-like sunglasses. Right. He looks Korean-ish. John Lennon would look at those glasses and go, I look like that. Oh, Oh, he's going for the old neck crack. And meanwhile, the rest of the tier is just watching. Oh, he, oh, oh he he's a razor blade. Oh, now we're in trouble. SRS. This guy's like, I don't know what the fuck I just should do. He's like, yeah, uh, I, I'm a bummer. It's a bummer because these white tablecloths. Yeah. Good thing there's nobody in this restaurant. Yeah, there's nobody there. He slid his throat yep. and just casually sauntered outside. Left the uh, weapon at the, on the Oh, thing. wow. That's a smart thing to do. Lock, Lock him up, in. yeah. Well, he's going to tumble over. Oh, now you got to get Debbie to clean it. Set a reset the table, and she's not going to quit. There's only so much Debbie will do. Debbie, their wage staff. Right. No, I, I, I gathered Debbie, uh, Debbie does Dallas. Debbie, I, I can hardly hear you, boss. You sound like you got slit. C- can you work a double shift? <laughs> God damn, I wish I could slit your throat. Too late. See, look, he's just empty hanging outside the restaurant. Street. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of people. A couple there's a people. There Practically a empty street. That car is one of the characters. A lot of Guy Ritchie gangster movies are like that, like Snatch, like I mentioned, where they do gangster things in the streets of uh, London or New York or what have you, and nobody notices, you know? There's nobody there in right. the background. And they're just... That they're being so cool. There you go. They just, the guy's still inside, right? Yeah. Mm. See, there's a guy eating peanuts. You know, uh, he paid him, ironically, he was paid a lot of money. To eat peanuts? Yeah. You would figure he would get work for peanuts. I, I just, at every scene, it's his, it's his thing, it's his gig. They didn't pay him much. He worked for peanuts. Yeah. He worked for Finally, peanuts. Finally, worked for peanuts. Oh, is that cocaine? He's making a blunt, I guess. Oh, he's doing the uh, prank where you put a mat stick in uh, your cigarette. What? He just stuck oh, he a... put some poison in it or something, huh? Well, they're doing cigarette roulette. Who will get the cigarette with the wooden match in it? Probably the guy who feels a wooden match in their fucking cigarette. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, well, you're you all the young gangsters together. Here, have a cigarette. Well, yeah, they always had this fraternal bonding scene where they, they joined together. Janito did this amazing film called uh, uh, Too Young, uh, A Hero Never Dies, which is also the name of another movie. And it's about the loyalty, the friendship of these two opposing gangsters and how their, their, their bosses turn on them. And it's in insanely violent ways. And it's such a cool-ass movie. But one of the things they do is they decide to do a chicken fight where they drive their cars at each other. <laughs> yeah, footloose style. <laughs> but they hit. Whoa. Yeah. And then they go into their favorite bar and they have their own kind of whiskey behind the bar. The, uh, the dick hard whiskey? Oh. oh. 
You didn't know. Uh, yeah. Happy Happy Chinese New Year to you. <laughs> you got I was the magic in cigarette on Friday. Oh. And uh, it was just like one street was just basically a crowd of people surrounding a bunch of firecrackers going off forever. You know. It's... Why would people want to be that close to the firecrackers? Why not? I would. I would drag my kid up there. But it was like nonstop, and it was shooting, and people would be walking to a street corner and dropping firecrackers on the ground while they walk. That's you terrible. Know. You could hurt somebody. Yeah. Well, whatever. They just like dumped them. This guy like dumped it on the ground. But there was a lot of shooting, so it was really cool. I would like to play one of his comedies. Comedies are kind of hard to riff, but uh, I'm glad. I'm just really excited that this movie is available too. Yeah. What's that big golden apple next to both? There's that's, a there's uh, some golden bong. That has a roasted special. baby inside there. Ah. Yeah. To consider yeah. it a delicacy. Oh, and now it's gone. It's actually baby tartar. It was there, and now it's gone. Uh, that is some bad continuity there, Johnny Two Toe. Yeah, it could be Johnny Oh nope, two. there it is. There it is. Follow the bouncing baby. Oh, there it Let's is. See, so, okay. is this a restaurant that has a private gangster suite? It's a big. I mean, that's a big suite for gangsters. Yeah, that's a like especially those crappy room. chairs. It looks like they're in a crappy, shitty hotel. They're at a uh, Jewish uh, community center. Super Bowl restaurant. It is Super Bowl restaurant. Then the guy just have a fucking murder in there. He's like open the next day. These are all the old guys. It's like the old guys versus the young guys. Yeah. Is that guy? Is that guy Asian? He looks kind of. Wow. So he has, uh, here we go. He's like the John Goodman of China. <laughs> John Goodman's gotten thin. Yeah. Well, he's been acting for over 30 years on movies and TV, so you always get to see his weight fluctuation, but uh, he's been pretty, pretty trim. Nobody there. Again, no, they're not open yet? Oh, so I see. There's Debbie. There's Debbie. Table. There's Debbie's Debbie. cleaning She's cleaning up. the table. But Debbie has a private room. They probably went in there. So they're in this mall with this escalator. How cool is this? <laughs> this is what opened on Market Street. Did you see that new space that opened up? No. There used to be the uh, St. Francis movie house. And now it's like a, a, either a shopping center or a new mall complex. But uh, there's a glass facade and... Uh, there's interweaving uh, escalators, like crisscrossing escalators oh. that, that make the center of it. Well, this this mall is different. Ladies and gentlemen, the Brady Bunch Live it's, will not be performing at this mall. It's an empty mall. Yeah, it's an empty mall. So they're shutting down in this mall. Oh, are they going to fight? They're going to fight in the mall? They got to wait for all the extras to leave. <laughs> there's security. Young huh? men going down. I have a security guard and I see 12 gangsters on an escalator. Where's the peanuts, buddy? Use the peanuts to gum up the works. Uh Uh-oh, he threw a hat at him. Well, where are they? Yeah, where are the people going to come from? See, they can see the the reflection of of them above them. They're shooting people on the escalator, which is this my is very tricky. It's a lazy man's fantasy, right? To it's shoot a, people on an escalator. It's a tricky uh, direct, like to direct it though. I would think. As an angry uh, white man, a middle-aged white man, I I appreciate uh, freaking out on an escalator because you know you don't have to go up and down the stairs while you're shooting people. You could just stand there. You and stand there, like, and, yeah. yeah, and let it let it roll on where again this is the same plot point where are the guns coming from we don't know people are shooting at us from right. some undisclosed location it's dream-like. Where? I don't dreamlike know. I swear to god dreamlike 
this is a they're looking for the director of mole rats come out kevin smith wherever you are <laughs> we just want to talk to you he is yeah i just watched yoga hosers and that's one you of the funniest did? movie that's one of the funniest movies i've ever seen it's not the worst movie of last year it was so funny. It right. wasn't terrible. I haven't seen it. Oh my Where god! Where did you it was see so it? Did funny. you see it on VOD? I saw it on BitTorrent. No, the um, probably on the Netflix or the Amazon Netflix, on or the Amazon one of those streaming? something like that. Yeah, and it, it, God, it was great. It had a theatrical release. He did one movie called Red State where he I toured around movie. with it. I saw it at the library. Like I finally went and got a copy. <clears throat> it's a nihilistic film where a lot of CGI blood shots. Like here, they're using guns and they have gunfire, but these are all real life effects, right? They have right. squibs blow off and they have explosions. But for him, like you just CGI blood squirting out of someone hitting the camera. So it, yeah. it, it was kind of a whatever. It's uh, it's a film, uh, but Yoga Ho just doesn't seem like a has a plot. It is so funny. It does have a plot. It's about the girls and and also a tiny Hitler. Tiny, right, and it's a story about uh, Hitler, tiny Hitler, and tiny Hitler, Hitler sausages. It's so hit his shopping mall, uh, convenience store. It is so weird, and it's he just made the vehicle for his daughter and his Johnny Depp's daughter, and then it's to have Johnny Depp back again as the guy from Tusk. You know that weird right, thing. It's Tusk. so, and I loved Tusk. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, but the, this is pretty brilliant. This is a, this almost looks like a Janet Jackson video here. Everyone's standing. They're doing the uh, American challenge. As they stand still holding guns, here comes five, security. Four, three, two, one. He's listening to his headphones. La- thank you for listening to uh, InfoWars. I'm Andy Jones. Oh, see, this guy sees all the gunfight. Everyone's standing still with guns. We are a part of the rhythm nation. Ow! Oh, they see the reflection of each other. Ha 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 ha. Oh, why did they shoot oh, the guy? They had guy there was no reason. Hiding uh, oh, he was hiding behind the signs. He was gangster. an extra, and now he's dead. No, he wasn't. He was a gangster. He was oh, hiding he was a gangster. Dressed up as something else. The sign that they saw the reflections off of. There was a gangster hiding behind that. Oh, but they didn't have to shoot the guy. It was just a. Yeah, I know. Just because he wasn't wearing a suit with his gun doesn't mean he's not. Oh. This poor guy had. I to go can't undercover. tell who the, that. All Asians look the same to me. I can't tell who's a gangster. Another who's swipe. Cut. This is a nice house in yeah. uh, Oakland Hills. Well, it, it's almost like they're in Guatemala. Or you know, it looks tropical. Is China tropical? Sure. This because, is an Uber ride. Yeah. <laughs> Uber donated a million dollars to UCLA. Uh, UCLA to ACLU. Not the UCLA. Oh, that's great. ACLU, that's great. They might be alum to UCLA, but it was ACLU that they gave donated. Well, because yesterday, uh, not to date the show, uh, with the problems at JFK and the New York Union for Taxi Drivers decided to protest and not pick up rides for an hour. Wow, that's great. So then uh, Uber offered uh, rides with no uh, no surge. Oh, Wow. So people are calling the boycott Uber for taking advantage of that. Oh, because they're scum. Because they're scum. Well, 
it's all, I mean, that's the thing is I, I it's, it's, it's a, it's a problem with America. It's a problem with capitalism and competition because capitalism thrives on competition. In fact, it doesn't work without it. And so when you've got cabs that used to be a non-competitive thing where you had to Oh yeah, you I had get to it. do a certain thing and do it, and that was great. And then they said, "Oh, but wait a minute! The internet has made it so that we can do this, just like Airbnb, right?" And so then now we've got Uber and Lyft, and and what are they? What are they drawing all their money from? Our well, labor, not ours and me, but the new white slaves or any slaves. But we're, I mean, they're uh, we're the new servants, really, or not us. Hotels and taxi cabs are regulated up the wazoo to provide a professional service that shows liability and accessibility to people who may have uh, have need special needs i mean if you're coming in with a wheelchair there's a there's cabs to pick you up for that there's hotels that can help you with that uh that that are are set there's there's codes there's regulations there's a reason why medallions are, are a lot of money right and to say to have my friend drive you around in his car uh is such a fucking risk let alone living staying at his place right that it's it's and to, to assume that it's like eating chicken McNuggets that it's going to be the same experience every time it's insane and it's insane for women to go into strangers cars like that I, I agree you know I think that people who get people get into the wrong Uber too all the time they just walk get into someone's car I've seen people get into cars that aren't even Ubers right and they, they're like is this a, oh oh sorry they just like, walk into someone's car right it, it's crazy to me, and the and even especially the Airbnb thing. I'm surprised there hasn't been like an Airbnb murderer yet or something. You know, there's been some circumstances. There was an international case where uh, someone had kidnapped a guy and made her a slave. Wow, sex slave. And uh, there was a guy here in the the Bay Area who uh, squatted at a, a Airbnb for so long that they used the squatter rights rules to stay what? at her place. Wow. So there's there's circumstances. I mean, there's a, a tree. There was a swing. There was a branch. Someone's family stayed at an Airbnb that had a swing on a tree. And the branch broke and killed the father. What? Uh, so, I mean, like, yeah, my boyfriend's girlfriend's hairdryer, hairdresser's assistant told me that story. That's insane. But I, th- I do believe that's a true story. I think I read that online. But. Sure, it makes sense. I mean, well, all kinds of crazy things happen. But so, okay, so if you have a hotel and you have a swing on a branch and the branch fatally kills your father, you can sue the hotel. Yeah, absolutely. And there, there's insurance companies that deal with it because the hotel's regulated for, for cases like this. But let's say you go over to Toby's house and it happens to Toby's house. What the fuck? You know, and you use a service to hook up with Toby. So who's responsible for it? The service will say, we're just a, a phone app. Right. We just hooked the Toby up with uh, the late deceased family, and um, yeah. So now Toby gets in trouble. Toby yeah. gets in trouble, and is Toby regulated? No, and he was never regulated. So there. And we he go. probably doesn't have insurance either. I mean, I guess you'd have insurance on your house, but what does that cover? That jeez. They're still at the mall. There's look. There's Garfield. He, he doesn't want to get shot. Don't look at a gangster in the eye unless you want to get yeah. shot. Look at all the extras in this scene. Wow. Yeah, there's going to be some Good use of the extras. Well, because it must be like 2 in the afternoon finally. 11.30. That guy's still alive? Yeah. Oh, see, that cleaning guy is... Not... Yeah, the boss knows that something, something's amiss. Something strange is afoot at the Circle K. He's asking for some money. Give me some money. Here you go, boss. Even though you should be paying me, but you got some money. Fats. His name is Fats. Well, that's because he eats peanuts. It's because he eats peanuts all the time. Oh, I see. He was. He really was. 
he wasn't dressed like a gangster because he wasn't a gangster. He was just some night guy. This guy fell for that trick. Ah, guy. oldest trick in the book. We're smoking Old cigarettes. Old exploding cigarette trick. Don't you hate it when you're waiting for the elevator and you smoke a cigarette and there's someone put a wooden match in there? It really ruins. Do they smoke in the elevator? I think you can smoke wherever you want. It's China. But the, even in smoking societies, they say don't smoke in the fucking elevator. That's why they have the ashtrays outside it. Oh. Remember. Remember. Never forget. Oh, look at that. And they killed him. What a waste of money. Where's the money? He helped, he helped the dude. He saved his life. It's in the dying custodian's hand. They shot the, the custodian tipped him off. Get the money back. Fats. Fats. That's weird with the line this cut guy. into his head. And his hairstyles. They just leave him with the money? You dummies. Okay, so here comes the cops. No, that's just a car. All right, here comes the cops. No, there's no car. Oh, here comes the cops. No, that's some guy driving out of his car. Wow, there's a lot of English here. B house. Yeah, you mix it up. It looks great. When you, especially, the reason why you have signs, fam, is because there's a lot of people in your fucking place that are going to have foot traffic that are going to see the signs. That's why you have signs. But not in this movie. Well, here's some extras. I think they just shot in the street while this was happening. This guy looks cool while he drives. Yeah, I'm reminiscing yeah, about the past. Well, it looks like they have a good fan system on his hair there. Yeah, maybe they're just like at the studio pushing a parked car around. Whatever happened to the uh, the the guy from the beginning, the, the hairstylist? Did anything uh, come of that? Yeah, I think he's one of the gangsters. Oh. I think he's wearing a ball cap, and now it's, I don't. Maybe know. maybe he's like the the informant who tells everybody like you looking for a gangster to protect your boss as their mission. I yeah, know, well, it's just the person. So this is called the mission, not because of a place, but because of an actual like. Their mission is to mission. protect the boss. Their mission is to protect the boss, and also to have great hair, as you can see by yeah. Blondie with the fan system. Well, getting blown around. This they're gonna go get a, a hot dog wrapped in bacon. Ooh, in the mission, the mission. in the, the mission. mission, yeah, yeah it's it's mission. absolutely. It's good, I, you know. And I always, I always do put the mayonnaise on, and I think it's a, it's a little crazy because it's a hot dog wrapped in bacon. So you don't think it's going to need any more fat. Oh, that's true. Like, why but you... you know, it's it's nice to guilt the lily sometimes. Put a little mayo on there too. Well, at that point, why not? Yeah, you already wrapped your dog in mayo and uh, fucking bacon. You might as well, I mean, you're taking, you're rubbing it in on the pig's face. You might as well put some uh, mayo on it as well. Pig's face is pretty delicious. When people pig's face is it, great, right? a little snout. Well, they, some ear. It's the, it's the cheeks that are so good. Oh, right, the jowls. Yeah. Pork jowl. It's, it's good fatty stuff. This is nice. Now they're at the houseboat section of China. Yeah, this is where the Uber drivers park and sleep at night. Oh! oh! This is the shooting gallery. Look, they're all that waiting. That was crazy. For him. He got him on the top of the head. So this, oh, oh. yep, opening it up. Uh, turn Closing the lights it down. On. Yeah. So these abandoned lofts are just like gang gangster by every window. And they just drove these little Honda Civics right up. It's like it's so funny that their cars are so crappy. They drive these crappy cars up to an area that's still populated, park it inside in a seemingly closed or and or abandoned lot. 
and which consists of people, gun, gunmen in every window that shoot the fuck out of them. But there's no neighbors. No neighbors, just big guns. And he's got a big gun. This is a fancy gun with a little magnifying glass. So you could burn ants while you shoot people. <laughs> oh, it's a sniper red beam. He's got to put in a quarter before he can play. <laughs> this, this gun takes two it's tokens. Duck, duck hunt. It's a, it's a rough, it's a difficult game. That's Cabela's. You ever see those, those hunting games? No, I've, I've seen big game hunter at like um, Bloodhound. And I've seen, in Duck Hunt, I used to play when I duck was Duck Hunt little. a lot. Nintendo there, Duck Hunt. There was an 80s uh, video game called Shooting Gallery 2 where I think it was a joystick but you, you shot at him at a virtual shooting gallery. That guy that walked outside the street of the studio, he was fucking loud. Oh. He was having a conversation. I could totally yeah, hear Yeah, on his phone. Him. Well, you know, people are just yeah. loud. Sunday loud people. Is that a common thing? It's it's uh it's Chinese New Year, so everyone gets to be loud. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They figured the firecrackers will cover up their conversation on yeah. the street. This is, here's the thing, you don't use plants as coverage. And I'm not even a gangster, and I know this. Plants <laughs> don't help, don't give you any coverage whatsoever. Like, they can't see you, but if they just gun into the area, they're going to get you. I will. A good tree, a good car, come on. Listen, the best thing to protect you and your family is Mike Spiegelman's shrubbery. The best place to hide and shoot a solid. Let me go to your house and set up these bulletproof shrubberies. Not guaranteed they're bulletproof, but... Bulletproof bread shrubberies. <laughs> Hi, the gangster. Oh, wow. Oh. Let all of the, it's great, all the getting confused with the. There's a jukebox in this room. The shadows, confused by the shadows. There's not even graffiti inside the, the abandoned loft. It Run looks like printed advertisement. Isn't that a, it's like a, it's like they're in a. That's a Dan Fogarty song or a. Uh, Bob Seger song. Bob Seger, isn't it? I, I feel like it's actually Fleetwood Mac, but it's Glenn Beck? No, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. The fuck do I know about Fleetwood do, Mac? Do. Okay, he's dead. No? They're just both shooting at each other. Up oh. You ever had a Fleetwood Mac Junior sandwich? No. That's it would be delicious though, I think. They have a McDonald's now has three kinds of Big Macs. What? The Big Mac. Uh, the Grand Mac and a Big Mac Junior. A Big Mac Junior, which is just one patty and the secret sauce. Is it? How, is it only ninety nine cents? No, it's 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 actually like three bucks. What? It's a hamburger. You, some cow died for it. You might as well pay three bucks. That's insane. I what? I haven't been to McDonald's in forever, and and sometimes they send me coupons in the mail, and then it makes me want to go, but I don't. They're like a free cup of Joe. All I gotta do is wait in line and order some fucking hash browns. Well, they they have uh, they gave me ones for um, buy one get one sausage biscuit thing for free, and it's, that's it's great. Nice, yeah. But can... it, it didn't. I you know it was one of those things that I ate it and I was like, this isn't like I think it's gonna taste one way and then it doesn't, you know. But right. But my memory still tells me what Big Macs taste like, and they tell me it tastes delicious in my memory, but. I can't spend seven dollars on a Big Mac, like a Big Mac meal. That's insane. I'd rather go to um, I'd rather go down to the Wolf and you well, know, you could attack life- children at the um, at the In and Out. Or attack children. Or you could attack children at the McDonald's Playlands. Well, I know, but I can. I mean, I just oh, you have out. to when you're at the Wolf. It's like you. It's like an attack zone at that uh, In and Out. It is 
constant. It is, it is a gauntlet. It is a war zone. I have you no idea how the, this the fisherman's the fisherman's wharf in and out. In yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, it's a fucking war zone. You're it's absolutely right. War zone. You gotta, you gotta. What what entrance are you gonna get in to right. get into directly into the line? So if you do the one that's on Beach Street, you can get into the line immediately. But if you take a side one, you can kind of weasel your way. But even that point, the line's at the door. Line's it's always at the door. door. You open you open the door and there's a lot. There's the, there it is. And then when you try to get your your soda, yeah, it's like it's like people are thirst they're starving. They can't. They, they've got to get their ice and they're in the way. It's like you know if we all could just be a little patient, it's not a big deal. Well, we, can, so we got plenty of time to wait for our tasty burger. Most most fast food joints have something called tables and chairs. So when you walk <laughs> into that place, not only are you trip over the line that's that's touching the door, you have to scan immediately. Yeah. And hope the fucking god if you're with a party that have additional coats. If you see a table, if you see a table. I never sit inside. I always sit outside, even when it's cold, because there's no room. No, there's no room. But if you sit outside, this happens. Someone will ask you for change, and you give them the change because you're with your family. And you're not going to act like. And an asshole. there's pigeons everywhere, and yeah, they will, are. And they will they will steal your fries. Those little fuckers. They will. They are so gross. They will get they these pigeons, these San Francisco pigeons. Ah. Oh. Uh-huh, they are were. so entitled. They just jump right you know, up. No, I went. I, right I fries. went. On, totally. I went on vacation to San Francisco, and I got to complain about the pigeons are not like the pigeons in my uh, neighborhood. Yeah. They're loud. They're they're crazy, and they they eat my fries. The I make a crazy. joke when people talk, complain to me about the homeless. Yeah, no, that's oh, these homeless guys. First off, what's a homeless guy? Is that like the falafel guy that sells falafel? He sells homeless, but they're always like, oh, they're crazy and they're loud. Well, you know what? They're fucking homeless. They're not yeah. living in a place. What's wrong with you? I yeah. mean, you're going to judge them on the way they talk? I mean, maybe uh, the, the difference between, you know, the homeless here and the homeless at your place is that you don't see the homeless at your place. Right. And you go on vacation and you suddenly discover there's something called the homelessness. Right. Well, because, you know, Danville doesn't have any. Actually, a rich town would be a great place to be questionably housed the but just they'd get anyway. mad at you they the, the police would find you and send you away i wonder if they would is it illegal to be homeless yeah i think it is you're not supposed it's to a s- weird thing because it's not a guaranteed thing that it that's so not fair because if it's illegal to be homeless well it's but a, having it's, a home in a place like this is so difficult it's illegal to be in certain places at certain times for certain reasons gotcha well and you're not allowed to sleep in parks i mean Oh, they're back in they're the. They're back uh, in this. Thing. But look at this. Coca Cola only. Yeah. What do they so got? what is Coca-Cola. it? Why did they? Why did they trace this stuff on the wall? And it's like, I mean, was this like a business? I guess it's. Was it Coca Cola? It's a defunct business now because yeah. all the windows are broken out. If this cigarette explodes in his face, I am gonna say. They got a lot of Coca Cola on here. Maybe this is a Coca Cola fat lab. Well. Maybe Coca-Cola paid for some uh, product placement, some sponsoring. They, you know, Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Look, oh, there's, there's a Coca-Cola Pepsi and the, Pepsi. On the table? I thought yeah. there's only a Coke on the table. No, I said there's a Pepsi can on the side. Oh, okay. Pepsi has done these things where they'll uh, show up in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 or they'll show up in horror movies or, you know, like Saw. They'll be drinking a fucking Pepsi. I don't know if it's Saw, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like you're, oh, Pepsi in uh, the Sylvester Stallone movie Cobra, which is this amazingly violent movie. It's like, do you guys realize like how violent? Like, they're he's shooting people in their uh, uh, 
on the rooftop next to a Pepsi uh, neon sign. It's like, you know, people are going to remember that. Remember the Pepsi or remember the shooting? Who remember the shooting when they take a Pepsi? Oh, I see. As you can say, just shot the seat at the table. And there's a there's a tab on the table. I think it wasn't a coke. It was a oh a tab. tab. Yeah, well, you got to look good before you get shot. Oh, they're back in the. Uh, where's Debbie? Debbie, hey Debbie, we want some shark fin. They just ordered shark fin. Would you like shark with it? Fuck you, man. Just give it this fin, and give me some uh, rhino horn for later. You want some of the remaining rhino? Of that fuck that. I just want the fucking horn and the goddamn fin. I don't give a shit about the rest of the animal. Give it to fats. Yeah. It's bad luck to talk about that. That's why I got my lucky rabbit's foot. Yeah, I didn't know that rabbit's foots were really rabbit's feet until, I don't know, I think I was like in third grade, and I realized that it was really a rabbit's foot. I don't think I've ever seen a real rabbit's foot. I've seen a fake one. When we were little, they used to give them out all the time as keychains for everything, prizes, but it was an actual, it was a real dead animal's foot. It was a real dead animal. And I didn't realize that until I was like, oh, it's a rabbit's foot, lucky rabbit's foot. And then I was like, it's a real rabbit's foot. Because I, one day I played with it and I saw its little toes claws, its little claws. And I was so disappointed in myself for touching it. <laughs> <laughs> poor, little, poor little rabbit. I like rabbits. They're very cute. Well, I think this is like all the gangsters are breaking down. Yeah, clearly. Well, they've been killing so many of them. I mean, who's alive? Who's left alive? They got to find the rat, I guess, or the mole. Or the, or the rabbit. Or the lucky, unlucky rabbit. Year of the, which, what year was this made in? Year of the rabbit? 99. 99. Year of the frog? I don't know. What year are we in now? We are in uh, the year of uh, first week of... Uh, the monkey? You no, know, it's a rooster. Oh, it's the cock. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, so, all right, so, oh. He's got girls' glasses on. He's finally wearing glasses. The mustache and the little Van Dyke uh, soul patch he has. It always cries out for, like, at least girl glasses. Yeah. Because when he doesn't have the glasses on, he looks incomplete. He looks like a guy who shaved his beard. It's a terrible mustache. You got to wonder why some people will keep a terrible mustache and you want to tell them like that's really not adding anything to your it's not helping it's your a look. look any. it's a look i mean people i mean i recognize that mustache i don't see it every day because it's not a good look but it is a look i mean you could at least put some mascara on it and thicken it up there's fats eating peanuts again hot, i mean jesus he doesn't even mix it up there it's the same ones with the shells like you'd think that he'd get some oh he has the Japanese seeds. kind yeah oh i see he has sunflower seeds before well he goes to the baseball games and uh, gets some frosted peanuts peanut shells and sunflower uh, sunflower seeds are like my one of my nemesis when i was a teacher I used to get so mad when the kids would eat those fucking sunflower seeds. Oh, it's cool. Because they get everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I wouldn't let them in class, obviously, because they'd spit them on the ground. And then they go, crunch. Well, they chip your teeth and they're like, here's, here's the item that you have to break the shell to eat. Yeah. Every fucking time. Okay, that sounds good. I'll just use my, no, no, you gotta use your mouth. <laughs> and then it's like you don't know what you're eating like the first couple of times like with pumpkin seeds I just ate the whole thing I mean isn't that what I'm supposed to do well you if you make the pumpkin seeds right you can eat the whole thing so what if you roast pumpkin seeds well you're supposed to take the pumpkin seeds and first boil them for a while brine them put them in boil brine them. with your turkey your Thanksgiving turkey you just boil them in hot water huh. like noodles and then 
dry them out, then stick them on a thing and put some oil and salt and stuff. And then when you bake them, you can actually eat the shell because you've softened the shell. See, that makes sense to me. So then you can eat the whole thing and not worry about it. But right. with like sunflower seeds and uh, pumpkin seeds otherwise, you have to go in your mouth and break open the shell and then eat the meat while spitting out the shell. It's really difficult. Yeah. I never mastered that that skill. Life's too short, man. Well, I mean, but if you have a lot of free time and you're outside like playing baseball, it makes right. sense. Because you're sitting out there and center field or whatever. Well, you're sitting there, you're supposed to be dipping tobacco. And you go, well, I need a healthy alternative for the kids. I'll just eat sunflower seeds. Right. Oral fixation early. Yeah. yeah. Or bubblegum. Big too Oh, leak. wow. Fats is looking fat. He's not He's, he's vexed. That blondie's still alive. Yep. Blondie and baldy still alive. Fats the, still alive. The wheel's on the other side of the car. Oh. Just like England. Yeah. It's Hong Kong. Actually, you know, the, the England took back Hong Kong, right? In, in 97, I think. Right. Yep. China. That's another 99, reason. I believe. So, yeah. So that's another thing about it. A lot of these Hong Kong movies were super popular. Like, so Jackie Chan kind of, like the Miramax re-released Drunken Master as an as a edit. And a lot of his films, Who Am I? And uh, Mr. Nice Guy, some really funny films, some really crazy films. They all got re-released by Miramax. And uh, Quentin Tarantino's uh, Rolling Thunder released a bunch of Hong Kong films. And they kind of hit a crescendo, you know, w- during the takeover uh, 97, I think, but no, there's still some popular, uh, popular stuff. Did, did she seduce the guy with the shitty mustache? I hope not. Go for Blondie. Oh, wow. He's got a bald spot. There's on the a back woman in this movie. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, we saw one get into the back of a car at one point. Right. Okay. So maybe that's what they're it talking about. It was an Uber about. though, I think. So I don't know. She was never heard of again. She was never, yeah. No one ever heard or saw because it was the new uber rapist killer murder there's someone should do a movie on that right he just smacked this dude 7-eleven shit there i, I think that, that was milk and he was like dude milk's a kid's drink oh yeah well Grow he's up, crying right drink now. apple juice he's crying over his spilled milk yeah absolutely rule one of gangsterism you don't cry over spilled milk look at this look empty I mean, street what time do you think it is there's a couple of people walking one in the morning here. Yeah, it seems like perpetually one in the morning in this movie. He's also got that stupid line in his hair. I think he's going to sit down and write a love story about Zelda Fitzgerald. <laughs> I love you, Zelda Fitzgerald. Oh, it was an ice cream. Oh. Or maybe it was... A, a, it looked. It left a weird residue, so it might have been like a slab of pig pork Icy. belly or something. Could have been a slushy. Oh, we're going to drive our shitty Honda up. Get in, buddy. Oh, yeah. I hate when gangsters do this to me. Blondie, did you have an affair with Mrs. Lung? Oh, no. Oh. That's not... So he's smacking a brunetti. Oh. He's getting smacked up right by the the bus stop. No one's going to be at the bus stop, so it's a good place to beat someone up. And they never... They don't seem to fight back. Well, I, it's kind of a lost cause right now. Oh, there goes my Uber. 
Yeah, he was just Blondie fucking Blondie picks him up. Oh, he's gonna, Blondie's going to put him in the car? Blondie's going to put him in the car. The passenger side, which is our driving back side. Back to the wharf. Back yeah. to the marina. You can here. tell it's a wharf because the reflection of the water on the building. Back to the weird, this is where the shootout was with the big plants. Oh, right, yeah. And it, where's the boss? They're still protecting the boss? I think the boss is somewhere right now. It's just the aftermath of the mission. We still have 14 minutes. We're in uh, one hour, 10 minutes, and 37 seconds. All right. Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't know. So we have 14 minutes. It's a good time. Uh, I would love to have to talk about the upcoming Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, March 1st through 5th. You can get your tickets now at mutinyradio.fm. We've got all the links up there. 25 shows in five days. It's going to be great. All live shows that all people can here. see live as well as here over the... Absolutely. Nice. And uh, you should pick a fun... I mean, if we can pick a fun movie for you and promote it too and say, hey, on Sunday, we got all kinds of crazy things. Yeah, if, well... The Roast of Jesus starts at 5 o'clock. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, really? We're going to put Sparkle Jesus on stage and Roast of Jesus. You better work, Jesus? No, like... I have a Jesus picture. I have a picture of Jesus here at the station. It's the sparkle Jesus. Oh, I see. And we put it up on stage on a chair and then watch everybody roast Jesus. So you're going to roast Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, there's the karaoke song and set. So comedians are going to sing a song and do a set. And then, what is the other one? Best of the Fest. And the last show is Last Comic Leaning because we're not Last Comic Standing. Um, And there's, oh, the Hell Hat. That's your improv show. Hell Hat's my improv show. That's on Sunday, too. That's on Sunday at 6 o'clock, where the audience puts fun suggestions of whatever they want into the Hell Hat, and comics seamlessly weave them into a set. Or just, it's always, it's always, Hell Hat's always a good time. We're watching the final breakdown between two gangsters. Yeah, Blondie Blonde. Blondies don't cry. They just point guns at each other, and they get frustrated, and then walk a couple steps backwards. Like, I'm going to shoot you, but it's so overwhelming. I'm going to walk a couple steps backwards and and then then, think about it. I'll think about it. Then I'm going to shoot you. You're not going to shoot me back. You're not going to retaliate, are you? Don't retaliate because I just thought I'm not going to shoot you. (laughs) Even though I'm holding this gun in my hand. I would shoot the motherfucker. Oh, why'd you shoot me? I changed my mind. I wasn't going to shoot you. Fucker. Fats. You're going to have fats shoot him? Is the gun ready fats? I ate it. I'm sorry. I thought they were peanuts. Oh, well, he's like a gun expert. He did something with the recoil. Remember, that's the reason why they brought up recoil an hour ago. Oh, and when he was playing with the gun and all the things. Yeah. So that was like foreshadowing. Uh, it's for some purpose. I'm not sure if it's foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, another swipe uh, cut. Another. It's the same what, restaurant. Nobody. Yeah, same restaurant. Middle of the night, nobody's there. Since this movie started, there's been like three murders in this restaurant. Yeah, and they just keep, and Debbie's still in there, cleaning them up, cleaning up that blood off those white tablecloths. You know how hard it is to get blood out of white tablecloths? Might as well just oh, I know. That's the thing. Like, if you leave, you slit somebody's throat and you leave them locked inside the restaurant, they're going to tumble all over the white stuff. I mean, I would spitefully yeah. bleed over everything. Absolutely. Fuck Debbie. <laughs> I got to make Debbie work twice as hard cleaning up those tablecloths that I spilled blood on. 
they're here and so now we're gonna go back to the special room again i guess oh it's oh, special there they all right. are the, and the another round of shark fin soup for so everybody. these are the original boys this is closest for fraternal love as you get and this this is kind of from reservoir stocks too where the gangsters are sitting around having dinner yep there they are just sitting around having dinner sitting around having dinner talking about madonna's like a virgin so, so where's the boss? I think they're they're scheming something. I think the boss is pretty much done with this movie. Take the boss's money. Then let's enjoy this meal. What are we having today? Oh, uh, guns somebody for brought dinner. a gun to a dinner party. Guns for dinner. You don't bring a gun to a dinner party. Oh, there's oh, another I one. You got a gun. I've got a gun. I've got he a knows gun there's something wrong with that gun. You know, they, it's cash only. They don't accept credit cards or guns. guns. You don't have to put the... Hey, a waiter. And they've got height beer. Height. And he's like, great, let's eat. Let's eat. I'm going to eat some of this. That's a shrimp I just popped in my mouth. What are you going to eat fast? Well, I'll just stick with the peanuts. Thank you very much. Oh, look, he ate something other than peanuts. He's not eating peanuts. Nope, nope. He had a piece of beef. And this guy is having a piece of beef as well. Delicious. Very chewy. And Blondie, your hair still looks great. Too bad we can't get the fan mechanism on you to really <laughs> show off what's going on. Oh, yep, another bite for the fat man. Oh, a tiny, a tiny corn. A tiny corn for the fat man here. Some more beef. Maybe pork. I don't know why. Sure. What's your chief about fats? He's probably the only guy's name I remember in this movie. Yeah, I don't remember. One of them's named Roy, too. Oh, here we go. We're gonna, you're not going to enjoy your meal? You're going to get up? You're going to leave? You're, gonna, you're not going to let it digest? You know why? He, he walked out and he realized that someone died in that restaurant. Same space. I don't feel good. Maybe it's because I've seen someone die in this place. Yeah. It might have been the dead body I saw here in the last scene. Fats. Fats is explaining some. I guess it's about his girlfriend or something. Right, Mrs. So. Sometimes when we watch movies on this show, I I don't listen to the audio, so I don't really follow along the story. But I have no excuse in this movie because it's been subtitled since second one. Right. Well, it's the wife. I guess he has to explain it rather than this little guy. And I guess they're going to kill this little guy because he slept with the boss's wife. I don't, I don't, I'm having, I'm having trouble following it too, but I've been reading it sort of. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Empty streets. No one's around. (laughs) Cut off his hand, but spare his life. It's like cut off his hand, cut off your hand. Yeah. I don't know how that's generous all of a sudden. Generous. Oh, I see. He was just rehearsing. That was a cab. And he was rehearsing what he's going to say to the guy before he gets shot. Here to see Mr. Lung. Mrs. Lung. There's that, there's that sexy lady because yeah, she, she got into the back of the car once and then... Yeah, right. So they, someone had an affair with her. Right. And that, caused, and that caused breakdown between the gay. Oh, the gangsters, all they were meant to just shoot people in a mall. Oh, oh speaking of which. Oh, no. Well, it matches her dress, the gunfire. 
So that was the guy in charge. He wanted to kill the wife. And because he knew. This is the same street corner. This is uh, it's the same one again. They keep shooting in the same place. These are, I wouldn't say this is the best street corner, but there's a young Bruce Wayne crying about his parents over there. Yeah. Mrs. Lung was shot in the lungs. <laughs> and he gets to go around the town. They're not going to kill your friend, buddy. Not going to kill your friend. Oh, or, but who knows? Because people die in this restaurant all the time. And it's not. Oh, oh Zygnowitz. Do they he poison him? Liquor. Oh, like, uh, What's with him? Is he drunk? Did they, they poison him? They, they poison him? That's kind of. I guess they ran out of money for gunfire scenes. So they're just like, let's poison these motherfuckers. I don't feel so good. Blondie's almost as pretty as Mrs. Lung was. I would have threw it up. Time's up. And now why are we going to shoot each other? Trying to... It's okay. He shot Mrs. Lung. Everyone's got guns out. Fats, Roy. The, the others. All the others. Pretty boy. Ugly guy. I bought a gun the other day. A gun-shaped eraser. <laughs> from Japantown. Wow. So I, I erased my errors with a gun. Oh! oh! That was good aim. Shooting people while sitting across oh, the table. They're oh, they're all going to kill each other. They're all missing. They can't aim. They're just so close. Oh, man. Debbie's going to be so pissed they showed all those dishes. Yeah, right? What a mess. How did they miss when they are all that close? I know. That's, that's weird. And they all shot more than once. And dinner was delicious. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, thanks for dinner, buddy. Sorry about the mess. Dinner was delicious. Now I'd like some fortune cookies, please. Oh, wait, those were invented in San Francisco, not in they China. Were. They were. Uh, Chinese fortune cookies were invented by the family, Japanese family living in the now Japanese tea house. And I say now because during World War II, that family was pulled from the park and sent to an internment camp. There's the family that came up with fortune cookies. Wow. And they lost everything and, and uh, they lost their place in the park. Wow. So that's the family that came up with Chinese fortune cookies. There are now today Chinese fortune cookies. That's an, ama- that's an amazing story. Yeah, Japanese internment stuff, it's, we forget that we yeah. sort of, you know, put people in, we put... San Francisco's always been a shitty city. There's always been the Gilded Age and the haves and the have-nots and the robber barons and the tech bros and the uh, uh, internment camps. And right, like well, that. and Manzanar is out there off the 395 uh, highway it is out in the middle of nowhere it's quite beautiful but it's cold it's on the way to Mammoth and it is cold and they put them in these like 300,000 people at Man- Manzanar and they put them in these tiny these tents and they were like they had, didn't have that many stoves and you know they, they had to warm with coal and oil and all this weird stuff and they tried to normalize it and make it it was you know who else was in an internment camp is uh, one of my favorite uh, activist actors um, from Star Trek, George Takai. I was going to say William Shatner. Yeah, George Takai, that's right. He was in an internment camp. He was in an internment camp as a kid. 
So yeah, that's it's crazy stuff that, well, that could it's, happen it, again. I you know I try not to date our shows, but it's happening right now. It's happening right now. So it, it is history, and we have to acknowledge that it, there's some craziness going on. Uh, this movie is wrapping up. He's walking through a new alley. They saved this alley for last. There's no one in the alley though. No, not there's even no a cat. one. There's not, not a rat. Not there's a not cat. an alley cat. There's not Top Cat. There's not TC. There's not Officer Dribble. There's not. Uh, if I remember the, the cartoon I love Top that. Cat, I love that Top Cat. They all lived in the garbage. Dumped it's together. top cat Johnny, Johnny Toe film Two or Toe Toe or Two The, the mission. mission Not related to any other movies Called The Mission Or The Neighborhood The Mission And now Swans What did you think of that movie? I thought it was great Yeah I'm so glad we watched it And this is one of his many films I see uh, that You should definitely just go. I always just try to go see his films And there was a couple of years where uh, they were, it was tough for me to see. So, the, the toughest film for me to ever see was that one that you made me watch with the, um, Leonardo DiCaprio as a, the the one in. Oh the, yeah, I love that movie. That Dom's Plum. Dom's Plum. Well, you know, so uh, Pam. That's the worst. That was hard. We wouldn't be here without Pam uh, and her uh, running Mutiny Radio uh, and also the upcoming festival. But uh, the first couple of shows we did together, uh, Pam uh, was gracious enough to host with me. And we went to uh, Whips. Uh, if you go to YouTube, there's a subscription page called the Paramount Vault. Paramount being the picture, uh, Paramount Pictures. And those guys were like... They had full-length movies, so we watched Masters of the Universe. That, we watched that was the Senator. Courtney Cox's best. Yeah, and they took all the full-length movies out. Oh so no! None of them are, are are on YouTube now. It's just clips. So it's a movie oh. cl- clips for movies like Anchorman Two, which I can't right. fault them. That's a pretty good one, but uh, it was kind of lame. So anyway, uh, uh, thank you guys so much for watching the movie with us. I Yay! hope you enjoyed The Mission. Uh, he's made a lot of great movies, a different kind of variety. So check him out, uh, Giant Toe or two. And uh, check us out. Uh, we want to wish you a happy Chinese New Year. And uh, we'll be back, uh, I guess, Super Bowl Sunday. Wow, yeah. yeah. You're going to be here. I better find a Super- sport movie. Yeah, right? Well, I'm, uh, I'm all about the sport and sports. So, so you're... What, but that doesn't make sense. If you were all about the sport and sports, you would want to watch the game? Are you not going to? No, no, not at all. Nor do I want to watch the commercials. But I'm, I might find a football movie. Ah, good. I'll see what I can do. Well, I enjoy your show so much, Mike Spiegelman. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. Me. I appreciate it, Pam. I love having you here, and I love Mini Radio. And I hope you guys do support it and check out all the shows we have on Sunday, besides myself, make an afternoon of it doing dishes. So we're going to wrap up with the, that fantastic theme song again. And, uh, guys, I hope to see you guys again. And uh, that's it. That's the show. Bye. Let's watch a full On YouTube with Hi, this is Carl. Uh, I, I'm Mike's friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn ons are satin sheets and ways champagne tickles my nose. I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more.
Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. This is Tuchel Matos with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Oh. 
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRack. <laughs> SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S., from Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30-seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now. Brought to you by our generous festival sponsors, Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, what a Tomato Produce Company, the law offices of John P. Strauss III, Asiento, FruFruHot.com, Jankytown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick. This locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. We hope you'll join us any night of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you are an audience member for happy hour pricing March 1st through the 5th at Asiento. Our address is 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out. Featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu, this is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food. Join us at Asiento. Whoa there. What a tomato! Where did you find such a nice tomato? What a tomato? I know, I just said that. Where'd you get that fine heirloom? What a tomato. Look, man, this isn't a come on. Just tell me where you got that beautiful tomato. 
What a tomato. No, no, seriously. I actually want to eat a tomato. I love tomatoes. Where did you get that tomato? What a tomato. Dude, it's a fine, beautiful tomato. I want to eat one, too. I want one right now. I like to eat them like an apple with salt. Tell me, where'd you get the tomato? What a tomato. Are you high? Just tell me where I can find a tomato like that. What a tomato. Is this a metaphor? What a Tomato Produce Company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs, 2055 Jared Avenue. Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Moms Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. It's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com
Thank you. 
Thank you. 